0: Welcome to the PartCast series, episode sixty-three: Siblings of Children with Disabilities: Development, Well-Being, and Experiences. The PartCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This episode summarizes the research available on siblings of children with disabilities, including these children's development, well-being, and subjective experiences. Introduction. In Canada, approximately 4% of children under the age of 15 years have disabilities. These are diverse conditions including illnesses and injuries related to children's physical, mental, developmental, and or emotional behavioral health that impact their abilities to participate in everyday activities. Children with disabilities often have more than one type of disability. Children with disabilities have higher than expected rates of maltreatment and or involvement in child welfare services. Little, however, is known about the risks of maltreatment for their siblings, that is the children without disabilities, from these families. No studies could be located for this review that reported directly on the rate of maltreatment or child welfare involvement for siblings of children with disabilities in Canada. Parents of children with disabilities are at high risk of experiencing a range of physical and socio-emotional adversities including high stress levels, poor sleep, strained social and spousal relationships, and other challenges. Further, these parents often need to alter their employment and or make alternative schooling and childcare arrangements as a result of their child's disability. Arguably, these circumstances are likely to impact both the children with and without disabilities in the family. Considering parental capacity. Parents of children with disabilities who come to the attention of child welfare services may be facing additional barriers that impact their abilities to parent effectively. Within the 2008 cycle of the Canadian Incident Study of Reported Child Abuse and Neglect, CIS-2008, parents of children who had a disability were more likely than other child welfare-involved parents to also have the following risk factors. Drug abuse, cognitive impairment, including intellectual and developmental disabilities, mental health and or physical health issues, isolation or few social supports, and a history of living in foster care and or group home. Consider how these factors both individually and taken altogether might impact families at risk levels and support needs. Siblings of children with disabilities may have less obvious and or seemingly less urgent support needs than the children in the family with the disability. This may be especially true when the child with the disability presents with challenging or aggressive behavior, complex medical issues, and or significant care requirements. Parents may also rely on the siblings to take on various caregiving roles to support their brother or sister with disabilities. In some cases, therefore, the needs of the siblings without disabilities may go overlooked, especially when families are under stress or in crisis. Despite the lack of literature on the maltreatment and child welfare involvement for siblings of youth or children with disabilities, there is research on the general development and well-being of these young people. There is also a number of qualitative studies about the experiences of children, youth, and adults whose siblings have disabilities. The research on siblings' development and well-being, however, is limited in a few ways. First, it tends to be slightly more focused on siblings of children and youth with developmental disabilities such as autism spectrum disorder, Down syndrome, or an intellectual disability than on other conditions like physical disabilities, mental illness, or chronic health issues. Although a more balanced body of research would be preferable, the emphasis on developmental disabilities is also representative of the children seen in the child welfare context. Within the 2008 Canadian Incident Study of Reported Abuse and Neglect, more than 90% of the disabilities noted in case files that involved children with disabilities were developmental in nature. Another point to consider is that much of the research about siblings' well-being relies on parent report. This is problematic as parents and children do not necessarily perceive their family dynamics and or personal circumstances in the same way as one another. Further, Research about siblings of children with disabilities has been criticized as taking a Western or Eurocentric perspective, focusing too heavily on siblings' negative experiences, and failing to understand the environmental and contextual influences on siblings' well-being. With consideration for these limitations, the remainder of this review will summarize the available research on the development, well-being, and subjective experiences of children, youth, and adults who have a sibling with a disability. Research Questions This podcast is focused on two research questions. These questions guide how the information is presented. Research is grouped together according to the study's methodologies. The Methods Matters sections throughout the article indicate which research methodologies are appropriate to answer each research question. The questions for this review are as follows. 1. What associations exist between children's disabilities and their siblings' development? 2. How do individuals describe their experiences of having a sibling with a disability? Thinking critically. Before proceeding, consider your experiences with and knowledge of families that include a child or children with a disability. What do you know about the siblings of children with disabilities, meaning the children in these families who do not have a disability themselves? What gaps exist in your knowledge? What are you hoping to learn from this review? Siblings Development and Well-Being FAQs How are siblings of children with disabilities developing compared to their peers? What does the research say about their mental health, social relationships, and overall functioning? Methods Matter This is an association question, which examines the relationships between factors. Correlational studies, like longitudinal cross-sectional approaches, As well as systematic reviews are best suited to answer this type of question. As a note, correlational studies cannot determine whether one factor caused another, simply that a relationship exists between the two entities. The impact of a child's disability on their sibling's well-being and or development is complex. Families are not all impacted in the same way, and there can be differences across siblings in the same family, as well as changes within individuals over time. However, Systematic reviews and studies using a correlational approach have identified some common factors associated with the mental health, social relationships, and general development of the children and youth whose siblings have disabilities. Mental health and emotional behavioral well-being. Meta-analyses reveal that growing up with a child with a disability is related to an increased risk of psychosocial adjustment issues in the siblings without disabilities. Specifically, siblings of children with disabilities are more likely than other children to have higher levels of anxiety as well as higher behavior problems than children their age who do not have a sibling with a disability. There is, however, wide variation in these findings. Most studies included in this review found that siblings of children with disabilities scored worse on measures of emotional and or behavioral adjustment than, their, than other children. Some studies, however, have found that the well-being ratings in siblings are comparable to their peers. One factor to note, however, is that a number of the studies, and particularly those who showed positive well-being for siblings, tended to rely on parent report. In some cases, parent perceptions of their child's well-being, like their child's stress levels or anxiety, may not be consistent with direct reports from the children themselves. The following factors have been found to be associated with siblings' well-being. Sibling characteristics such as the sibling's gender, their own developmental or social functioning, their perceptions and coping skills, and certain personality characteristics. Factors associated with the child with disability include child's behavior and disability type as having an impact. Parent and family factors that are associated with sibling well being include parental marital status, mental health and stress levels, parental perceptions, the size of the family, and the family routines and home environment. Broader characteristics, such as family social support, socioeconomic status, and the quality of the sibling's relationship also play a role. Social functioning and sibling relationships. The research on the social functioning of children and youth whose siblings have disabilities has mostly focused on relationships within the family, rather than broader social relationships. Sibling relationships in this group, as with siblings in general, are complex and change over time. Factors such as the sibling's age, gender, number of siblings, skills and abilities, and the type of disability that their brother or sister has may also affect the sibling relationship. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the research findings are mixed about sibling relationships in this population. Some studies have reported close bonds between sibling pairs where one sibling has a disability. Other studies have found increased level of conflict in these siblings compared to sibling pairs without any disabilities. Some studies have also found that siblings of children with disabilities may be recipients and or perpetrators of aggression towards their sibling. Aggression and other behavioral challenges have been found to negatively impact sibling relationships in this group of children and youth. Few, if any, overall conclusions can be drawn from the research about the social functioning and sibling relationships within the diverse population of siblings of children with disabilities academic abilities, and developmental functioning. A small number of studies were found that assess specific aspects of academic and or developmental abilities within siblings of children or youth with a disability. These studies have typically found negative impacts for the siblings of children with disabilities. In a relatively recent population-based study, for example, siblings of children with disabilities were perceived as having more difficulty completing schoolwork than their peers. Conversely, One recent study found that siblings of children with disabilities had developmental abilities beyond their peers. Researchers compared the social developmental skills of adolescents whose sibling had a physical disability to a comparison group of same-age peers whose siblings did not have a disability. The results showed that the siblings of children with disabilities had more advanced cognitive and affective empathy abilities. One particular developmental consideration is for families of children with autism spectrum disorder. Some individuals whose siblings have ASD also exhibit subtle characteristics of the condition. This is known as broader autism phenotype, BAP. One Canadian study, for example, found that school-aged siblings of children with ASD who did not have ASD themselves showed notable impairments on standardized tests in some, but not all, areas of language and reading skills. Thinking critically How did these research findings align or not align with your prior understanding of siblings of children with disabilities? How could the findings inform your work with families? Siblings' subjective experiences. FAQs. How do children describe their experiences of having a sibling who has a disability? What challenges and or benefits do these children feel are related to their sibling's disability? Methods matter. This is an experiences question, which explores the feelings and or perceptions of a group of people – in this case, the siblings of children with a disability. Qualitative methodologies, such as interviews and focus groups, as well as systematic reviews, are the most appropriate methodologies to answer experiences-type questions. The lived experiences of any particular group of people are undeniably varied and are unlikely to be captured fully by any research methodology. However, the studies included below provide a broad sampling of the experiences reported by individuals whose sibling has a disability. These accounts may offer insight into the lives of some, but not all, families affected by disability. The qualitative studies located for this review include the perspectives of children, youth, and or adults whose brother and or sister have diverse diagnoses, including autism spectrum disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, learning disabilities, intellectual and developmental disabilities, including Down syndrome and intellectual disability, mental illness, complex care needs, cleft lip and or palate, and various chronic medical conditions like chronic pain or hemophilia. The perspective of these siblings are summarized below. As a note, the studies tended to interview siblings of varied, overlapping age ranges. For example, Researchers interviewed children aged 7 to 17 in one study, but aged 13 to 21 in another. Therefore, the perspectives presented below are divided broadly into the perceptions, challenges, and benefits of siblings when interviewed in childhood and adolescence, and in adolescence or adulthood. Siblings' Experiences in Childhood and Adolescence Below are the perceived challenges or negative experiences experienced by siblings in childhood and or adolescence. Reduced or limited parental attention. Feelings of anger and or resentment towards their sibling with a disability. Added household or caregiving responsibilities, and especially for sisters. Experiences of teasing, bullying, and other problems with peers. Being protective and feeling responsible for keeping their sibling safe. Feelings of helplessness, wanting to help but not knowing how. Being recipients of aggression and or witnessing distressing behaviors. Impaired sleep and or needing to take care of their sibling throughout the night. Needing respite and or time away from their sibling. Limited ability to travel or participate in community activities as a family. Social stigma or feelings stared at when out in public. Feeling excluded from family experiences, such as hospital visits and the sibling's treatment. Confusion and or difficulty understanding their sibling's condition. And anxiety about their sibling's health, well-being, and medical care needs. Below are their perceived benefits or positive experiences noted in the literature by siblings of individuals with disabilities in childhood and adolescence. Feeling very close to their sibling. Having a special sibling bond. Having someone to play with and enjoying spending time with their sibling. Being helpful and or being recognized by others as being a good helper. Appreciating time alone and or special time with parents away from the sibling. Becoming aware of and accepting towards differences in others. Feelings of compassion and empathy towards other people. Increased level of independence and or responsibility. Being able to learn from their sibling and being taught new things. Having a positive worldview and a sense of curiosity about the world. Understanding their sibling in ways other people do not. Feeling that their sibling is authentic and always shows their true self. An increased sense of social justice and or strengthened advocacy skills. Siblings' experiences in adolescence to adulthood, the perceived challenges in adolescence and adulthood. In addition to echoing some of the challenges of siblings presented within the Childhood and Adolescence section, older adolescents and or adults have identified the following challenges unique to this older life stage. Concerns about the current and or long-term care needs of their sibling, feeling guilty and finding it challenging to balance multiple competing priorities, social and family stigma, and feelings of embarrassment, shame, or stigmatization, Feelings of resentment, bitterness, and or frustration towards their sibling, and anxieties about the risks of passing on genetically-based conditions to their own children. Perceived benefits by siblings in adolescence and adulthood. Having a close or special sibling bond, an increased family closeness, close connection between other family members, appreciation for diversity, increased patience, and more understanding of other people. Enjoying spending time with their sibling and finding their sibling fun to be around. An increased sense of determination and or level of independence. Prioritization of their own health needs, a reason to stay mentally and physically healthy. Feeling that life has more meaning and or has been enriched by their sibling. As with family dynamics in general, siblings in these studies described complex and often contradictory experiences. For example... Some siblings reported both enjoying helping as well as feeling overburdened by their responsibilities to help. In most studies, siblings reported a combination of both positive and negative experiences. Thinking critically Which of these benefits and or challenges to having a sibling with a disability had you previously considered? Which aspects of the sibling's experiences surprised you? Practice considerations When working with families of children with disabilities, Be aware that the siblings without disabilities may present with unique needs. These children may act as caregivers for their sibling with a disability, be recipients of aggression depending on their sibling's disability, and or have developmental and well-being support needs of their own. Support siblings' mental health, social functioning, and development. Consider siblings' perspectives. Ensure that the sibling's voice is heard in case decisions related to their brother or sister. Some siblings may want to be highly involved in planning and decisions, others less so. Consider these preferences and involve the sibling in a way that is appropriate for that specific individual and to the family. Mental health. Assess the sibling's mental health and or emotional well-being. When necessary, refer the sibling to appropriate mental health care services. Social support. Various social support groups for siblings of children with disabilities have been researched and are typically found to be helpful for siblings' socio-emotional well-being. Refer siblings to these types of support programs when available. Academic support. If a sibling is struggling with school and are falling behind peers in school, consider whether tutoring would be beneficial and or feasible. Developmental assessments. If a developmental or learning disability is suspected for the non-diagnosed sibling, Connect the family to a professional like a psychologist or pediatrician who can assess the child's developmental and or educational functioning. Strategies to Enhance Parents' Capacities and Access to Resources Families of children who come into contact with child welfare services may be in crisis and are experiencing a range of stressors that impair their parental capacity. Workers can reflect upon and provide support for factors to improve parental capacity such as financial assistance, as parents of children with disabilities may be eligible to receive a tax credit and to access funding related to their child's treatments. The disability tax credit is federally administered in Canada, whereas funding is managed by individual provinces and territories. Respite care. Facilitate access to a residential or other respite care services. In Ontario, www.RespiteServices.com acts as a resource hub for respite options across the province. Disability-specific services. Some parents may not be connected to services for their child's disability when they come to the attention of child welfare services. Help parents navigate the disability system and engagement with relevant service providers. Social support. If parents are isolated, consider ways to help them build a social network including seeking out support groups for parents of children with disabilities. Stress management. Refer parents to programs to support stress management and or other relevant services like substance abuse treatments, when appropriate. Facilitate discussions about disability. Parents may not always recognize the day-to-day impact of their child's disability on the siblings without disabilities. Help parents to see how their child's disability affects the siblings both positively and negatively, and support parents to engage in open conversations with their children about these impacts. More in-depth recommendations to support parents of children with disabilities and thus indirectly support the siblings within these families are included in other partcasts available on the PART Canada website or through iTunes. Thinking critically Which of the above practice recommendations would you consider incorporating into your clinical work with families? Why do those particular recommendations appeal to you? Which of the following recommendations would you not consider incorporating? What are your reasons for prioritizing other approaches? Conclusion This podcast reviewed the scholarly literature about the well-being, development, and subjective experiences of children, youth, and adults whose siblings have disabilities. The available research about the development and well-being of children whose siblings have disabilities is mostly focused on the siblings of children with developmental disabilities, including autism spectrum disorder and Down syndrome. The findings of these studies are mixed, but typically find increased risks for anxiety, behavior issues, and other developmental challenges among siblings of children with disabilities. Important to note, however, is that much of the research on siblings' behavior in this context relies on parent reports. Therefore, those particular studies can only show that parents of children with disabilities perceive their child to have worse behavioral functioning, for example, than other parents. Not necessarily that the child's behavior is objectively worse. Observational research, and studies that include multiple reporters, like teachers and clinicians, would add to the strength of these studies. The qualitative or experiences body of literature about siblings of children with disabilities is more representative of disabilities as a whole. It includes research on more diverse conditions than does the correlational or association research on this topic. When asked about their experiences, siblings of children with various disabilities describe both positive and negative aspects to having a brother or sister with disabilities. Siblings report many benefits, such as a special sibling bond— and an increased appreciation for diversity. However, siblings also describe several challenges. Common negative experiences include receiving limited parental attention, being required to take on extra household and or caregiving responsibilities, needing to adapt family processes and or activities, and feeling stigmatized by peers in the broader community. In order to promote resilience in siblings of children with disabilities, child welfare professionals and others who support these families may want to consider supports for the siblings' mental health, social relationships, and school or developmental functioning. Increasing parental capacity in parents of children with disabilities may also indirectly support siblings' well-being. You have been listening to the PartCast series, episode 63, Siblings of Children with Disabilities. The PartCast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information on today's episode or other episodes in the PartCast series, visit www.partcanada.org.